I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people because loss is something that every single one of us sadly at some stage in our life will experience. Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So it's strange because I've been away from releasing episodes for the last two weeks, and that's just due to personal circumstances. And sometimes in life, we need that time to really heal or grieve. And for myself, it was the latter. And I had to have two weeks and maybe longer moving forward just to kind of center myself and really look at life again and look at the things that I was doing and reassess my goals and just see what is important whilst also dealing with the grief element and I was just conscious that obviously I hadn't uploaded for a while we had some scheduled so I think the odd episode went out here and there but I've got a backload of literally 15 episodes that I really want to get out to you because I truly believe they can help you and just as I was sitting here this morning I was just editing this brilliant episode with Tanya and I just recognized that we spoke briefly about grief and it's so strange that just three weeks ago I said these exact words and here I am literally living it so maybe I'll do an episode on this later on for anyone else who's going through something similar but I don't want to take the shine off Tanya's story and I think Tanya's story is really really important and something that hopefully inspires you to really be like she says unapologetically you when finding your voice so without further ado I'm going to jump straight into this episode and I thank you all for your patience and I hope you're all doing incredibly well so today I'm delighted to welcome our guest for today's episode and sharing her story Tanya Miller so Tanya welcome to the show how are we doing today I'm doing good Aaron how are you I'm very well thank you so I know a lot of your work is focused around purpose and unapologetically finding your purpose which I find fascinating and that almost takes so much courage to do but um, rather than hear me try and explain what you're doing I think it's obviously going to sound much better from yourself but before you jump into that if you wouldn't mind for the listeners who may not have heard of you if you could just give an insight in relation to a little bit about yourself a little bit about your summary and then we'll delve into what you're doing today absolutely so as Aaron said my name is Tanya basically I help organizations and people to figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together so that they can do life right and they can do it well I do that because, as Aaron said, I want to help them to do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. And I find that's necessary because, as you said, there are a lot of things that can happen to cripple you or to that will come against you. But when you can find your purpose and figure out how it all fits, you can find a way to overcome it and you can find to find a way to even use it for your good and for where you're trying to go in the future. So I do that as an author, speaker, coach, strategist, just, you know, want to just to help people to um, get to where they're supposed to go and not stay stuck where they've been. Okay, interesting. So in relation to yourself then, obviously you're you're helping other people, but what got you into this line of work? What made you think this is where I've kind of found myself and this is where I believe my purpose lies? You know, for me, it kind of 
organically came along throughout my years growing up. I was always public speaking in some form or fashion, you know, whether it was at a church event, a community event, somehow I always got the mic and I was like, I don't even want to talk, but I was the one that was talking. (laughs) And then as far as even the writing, like I remember, like I was, I enjoyed, and that was one of the things I loved in elementary school was my writing classes. And then even activities from it, I got a few little awards in elementary school and stuff. And then I remember back in middle school, my friend and I were trying to write a young teen fiction book, right? Well, now we're both authors, published authors at that. So obviously it was in us. And even when we didn't get that one done, it was a catastrophe. I won't even go into it. That happened <laughs> to our book. But we we still were um, partnered together, like, in class, like, on our writing stuff. Like, I would read her stuff. She would read my stuff. And so it was just always a part of underlaying, you know, what I was doing. I, I enjoyed the creative side of things and just the storytelling piece of it. And then as far as the coaching piece of it, it's just kind of one of those things to where, I just realized I've been doing it. Like I, like, I don't think I knew it was a term life coach back in the day and I was just doing it. And so I started, you know, hearing, um, as I got older, like life coach, like I was a life coach. And I was like, Oh, I've been doing that. Like I've been helping people, (laughs) encouraging people, you know, mentoring and, you know, coaching and just trying to do whatever I can to help people so that they wouldn't stay stuck. And, you know, so that they can keep going on purpose. And so I was like, okay, well, let me get a couple of letters and some more training and I'll add that to who I am as well because ultimately I decided to bet on myself even with the um, strategist that's what I did a lot for my undergrad my master's and what I did in corporate nine to five so I was like why not bring all of who I am all of what I've been doing and while all of what I know is who who I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to help people to the forefront bet on myself and start my business and put all of what I've done before into it and bring all of this into it now. And so I started that, um, like I started thinking about that when I was getting ready to publish my first project, Mind Matters. And so as I was getting ready to do that, I started just kind of doing some work, um, just hard work, if you will. And just was like, okay, so am I just gonna publish a book, is that it? Or am I gonna do more? And so I ended up realizing there was more to it, all of what I just shared. And I bet on myself and I put myself out there and started everything. So. Um, Talk with Tanya had been around, so I just decided to even bring that under um, everything. But yeah, so it's just like more or less, it was what I'd been doing organically all along, just kind of uh, realizing how to put it all together. Like I said, put the puzzle pieces together and then just bet on myself, you know, and realize that, hey, I've been this unapologetically all along. Why not do it on purpose? Absolutely. I I love that. So there's a few things I want to touch on from May. So yeah, you said, obviously, I thought you know, taken. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love the thing about you where you're trying to help people who are stuck. And again, having guests like yourself and some of the incredible people that have been on this show, that's what I always try and do. Try and show somebody's story or somebody who's doing something that maybe somebody listening is thinking, wow, that sounds amazing. I want, I want to kind of figure that out. And most often or not, we have that kind of almost instant paralysis where we're trying to figure it out. And we, we don't know what to do. But what's interesting about your story compared to a lot of my guests that I've had is it's almost like you knew your purpose from a young, young age in terms of like the storytelling and, and the writing and everything that you wanted, wanted to do. Whereas we've had guests who have had to pivot, myself included, where something's happened in our life and that's literally put stuff into perspective where we've thought, right, we need, we need to kind of pivot. So 
it's it's great to see somebody who was so focused from the onset in terms of knowing what she wanted to do. And obviously now you've said, you know, coaching is a thing. So you, you've kind of naturally organically kind of fallen into that bracket. For somebody out there now who may be similar to yourself or may enjoy helping other people and may feel that their story or the words and the storytelling mechanisms that you they use is important. How do you bet on yourself with all the noise that's coming out from, from, the, from the universe, the imposter syndrome that many of us may experience as well. Do you have any sort of tips or any advice to anyone that may be in that moment? Because I've had that myself when people have said, start this podcast. And I started it three years late um, because I was always worried in terms of would it translate well? What would people say? And as soon as I started it, I'm kicking myself for not starting earlier. So I kind of want anyone listening now to maybe take on any tips or advice from yourself to get started. Well, one, don't kick yourself. It's always the right time when you just when you when you get going. You know, there's always a reason and a purpose behind it. So, you know, I say that to you. But as far as anybody out there, you know, um, my second project was called Things My Mama Said, and so it literally is something I'm going to tell you. My mama said, and so it is this um, can't, and I have to say it like my mama. I'm from, I'm from Texas, y'all, so y'all just go with me. But she would say, can't nobody beat you being you. And so that is something that she taught us very early. And that's something that I emphasize and I not in my personal, just in my personal life, but in my business and when I'm working with others. Because sometimes, like you said, the imposter syndrome and the er and the s and all of the others, the best, the better, all that, you'll get caught up in that and you'll get caught up in the Instagram fame and the, you know, the TikTok lot, you know, video count and all of that. But you have to know that irregardless of when you start, as long as you start, as long as you find your voice, as long as you go when it's time for you to go you don't have a clock on it you just have a clock on you being you so the sooner you realize you being you is good enough it's okay it's worthwhile it's the best because nobody can beat you being you then you're good and so that's the advice I would tell anybody where they're on the fence and not sure but they know it's in them just be you literally I tell people you know they say um, you know, well, there's already too many people over here with podcasts. There's already too many people coaching. There's already too many people authors. It doesn't matter. The people that like how Aaron does his podcast and what he talks about and who he brings to the table are the people that are going to listen to him and they're going to be drawn to him. The people that like to hear about what I talk about on my blog, talking with Tanya, they're going to come to me because something about what I say hits. But here's the thing. The same people may listen to me and Aaron, but that doesn't discount that they're both listening. That just means that they like both They like both of the styles and what we both bring. And so a lot of times people get nervous to that, like, well, there's already too many. So there's a ton of people in this world. I don't even know the count, but it's tons. And so you can't make up their mind for them of what they'll pick because the beauty of it is they have choice. And so they have choices. They can make one choice or they can make multiple but that shouldn't keep you from going because you were worried about somebody else already doing it. Can't nobody beat you being you. The second thing she would teach us and I would tell to them is um, this, you have to know that you are who you're supposed to be. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that they have this wrong and that wrong and they don't have enough of capital or they don't have enough education or they don't have enough, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, enough connections, you know, and, 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 and status, you know. And so they're like, well, 
nobody's going to listen to me. I actually was talking to somebody just yesterday and she was literally talking like this. And I had to just tell her this. She was like, well, my, I, I'm a writer, but my dad's um, also a author. You know, he's intellectual. He does this, this, this. And I was like, so are you, are you afraid of not living up to what he's done? I said, because that's not what you should be worried about. You should be worried about living up to what's in you, your potential and your purpose. So that's nice that dad did this, but you are who you're supposed to be because that's what you're supposed to be. He's doing what he's supposed to do and he's waiting on you to get to, to, to finally realize you need to do what you're supposed to do. And she was like, yeah, he has said he likes my, my, what I write. I was like, so what is the problem? And so I get these questions all the time, but you just have to know you're good enough. You're worthy that somebody needs what you have. And that's something as well. My dad taught me is us as well is that somebody needs what you have. Somebody is waiting on you to show up. Somebody is waiting on you to find your voice because they're ready to listen. They're ready to buy. They're ready to support. They're ready to patron patronize your business. So, hey, they're waiting. <laughs> so I need you to get it. I need you to know somebody's waiting on you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, I get this, but I feel like sometimes because I'm beating the same drum, it's nice to hear a different perspective from somebody like yourself. I think both those quotes that your mom said are absolutely fantastic. I love the first one, can't nobody beat you at being yourself. And one of the most important things about Find Your Voice, and I always say about this, is the word your. It's your voice, it's your story. And I always say to people, I can bring two people on with anxiety, for example, or depression. But one story will resonate with one person one story will resonate with another person just how you said it which is why it's then my duty and obligation to try and bring on as many different people with different perspectives and different stories on but you hit the nail on the head right at the end as you summarized it so greatly was that one person needs to hear you like somebody out there needs to hear your message no matter how mundane or boring you think your story is and i recognize that myself and you only ever recognize it when you take action and you put yourself out there. So when I put myself out there, yes, it might not get the traction or the likes that other people are expecting or what you might be thinking, but you're going to get that message one day from somebody who you've never met to say, I, I held on for another day because of your message. And this is what I encourage people. If you truly have that purpose within yourself, then you have to I encourage everyone, like every one of my guests, you've got to become a podcaster. So even that analogy of there's so many podcasts out there, that's fine. But there's no podcast that's going to be like yours. None out there. True. I love that what you said as well, where you kind of said, you know, you bring on two people talking anxiety, but one it, one message may resonate with one of your listeners and another message may resonate with another listener. But no matter what, both messages are important. Both messages are valuable. Both messages are intentional to bring somebody else the encouragement they need the wisdom that they need and the difference that they need so like you said that may change their life that may change their perspective that may change their tomorrow instead of where they're at today so hey we got to use our voice guys we got to use our absolutely. voice absolutely <laughs> absolutely and the funny thing is i'll probably get in trouble for this so um i i have certain guests that once i've done the interview i'm like right i think this is going to be incredible because it resonates with me and there might not be as much feedback. Whereas I'll have one and I'm thinking, mm, do I really want to release this? And then when I release it, I'll get more comments on that one because yes, it didn't resonate with me, but there's so many people out there that needed to hear that message. So even with that, sometimes you've just got to keep throwing the darts and one of them will stick. Something will stick with somebody and you could potentially change the course of somebody's life, which I think is like the most exciting thing. So part of every episode, I always speak about adversity because I think adversity is like, 
something that is part of life. It's not something that may happen to you. It will happen to you. And for some people, it happened once or twice. For some people, it's it's almost like an everyday thing. And, you know, my, my adversity I've spoken about on the show, it comes from mainly anxiety. It comes from seeing a lot of people pass away at, at a particular time and also forgiveness as well, which I've spoken about. What's your story in relation to adversity? Or can you share one maybe with the audience? Because again, the same principle applies. Somebody may have gone through something similar to yourself. And just knowing that you could potentially come out of this and become a coach and do all the amazing things you do may give them a sense of hope. Yeah, I mean, I would say just recently, I can resonate with you that um, with the with the losses. And I think um, with so many that happened, I, I think I just, I, it's like I knew that they passed away. I grieved but I didn't process it, if that makes sense, because there were so many that were like back to back. And so I was just like, um, okay, like, what is this? Like, literally I would try to, okay, you know, we're, we're better. And then next thing you know, you get a message and it was just like one after the other. And some of them were, you know, friends of the family. Some of them were, um, you know, close friends, um, like they were in my, they were at my wedding, you know, and one thing, like it almost brought me to tears, Erin, um, when my friend's uh, childhood friend, dad passed away, she told me, Tanya, because um, I was going through my wedding pictures because I wanted to find a picture of my aunt and my granny um, and stuff, and because my aunt had just passed, and I wanted to find a picture of her uh, when she looked like herself. And the same for my granny, because they both passed away. Um, they had other issues, but they both had Alzheimer's. And so I was just looking through there for them. And then I was like, well, let me find a picture of her dad and her mom. And she told, when I found it and I sent it to her, she said, Tanya, this is probably the last picture that they ever took together. I was like, you're about to make me break down. Like, oh my God, no. And just to hear her telling me that, like, it really just, took me out and I was just like wow because her mother had died like shortly after I had got married and I was already relocated to Virginia and I was already facing adversity then because we were in the 2008 recession so I didn't have no money to come home right. <laughs> um, yeah. and so hey I'm, I'm being real with y'all I didn't have no money to come home um, and so uh, yeah she was like Tanya I think this is the very last picture that they took together and just to know that Number one, because she was still fighting cancer when she was at my wedding, but just to know they they were there together to support me, and this then I was able to bring back this for her, and you know bring some joy and contentment, you know even though now she had lost both, it was um, amazing, and so you know I look at that now, um, like I said, I lost friends, friends of family, close friends, I lost my sister, then in the same week I lost my sister-in-law. Um, I lost several aunts, several cousins, and then this just recently, February, I lost my grandmother. She lost her battle with um, Alzheimer's. And so it was a lot, you know, but one thing I can tell anybody is that um, one thing, number one, I support and I believe in therapy. I believe it is a great solution and it is a great resource. And so if you're in any of what is going on and you feel like you're hopeless, helpless, or you're not able to find your voice and able to find a, find a way to, 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 to deal with it and to come out on the other side, and you're trying to fight the adversity, 
one, make sure you're listening to my friend Aaron. Two, get the help that you need and the resources because you don't need to know, you don't need to fight it alone. And I love the fact that you bring what you bring Aaron to the table because the one thing I think we you don't harp on the you don't harp on the trauma or the story or the um the bad part of it, but you sh- you allow people to share it to bring um bring the um awareness to people that they're not alone because that's the number one thing that most people think and believe is that they're alone that they're the only person that this has ever happened to that they're the only person in this situation right now and so I love the fact that you shared allow the story to be shared but then you share the triumph in it you share the adversity in it you share the the overcoming in it because that's the piece that people need to know and so for me I'm telling you guys that you know I'm still processing it, but I'm telling you also that I know my way out of it as well. I see the light. And so if I can encourage anybody that is dealing with any type of grief, any type of loss, any type of anything, whether it's financial from job loss, whether it's, um, you know, physical from loved ones, whether it's, um, you know, loss of things, you know, that's hurtful too. You know, that's sad because you have to process that loss. Like, not being able to do this or that, like we, we, we grieve in so many ways. And so if I can tell you anything, you know, find a way to get what you need so that you can find an answer and a plan to get out of it. And so that is the suggestion that I have for you, because like I said, I'm still in the middle of going through it, but I'm still in the middle of still fighting. I have fight. I can tell you what it's like to have already overcome something and I can tell you what it's like to be in the middle of something and it all requires fight it always requires never losing your voice it always re- requires remembering your purpose because very much things will try to make you forget all of that the stuff around you and the things that happen will try to make you forget that but if you remember your voice if you remember your purpose if you remember your why you cannot you will know that you have to find a way to get out of it you will know that this is temporary and it won't last. Everything that you said there, and thank you obviously for sharing some of the personal circumstances as well. And my heart goes out to you for that. And I think I think that's gonna resonate with a lot of people because loss is something that every single one of us sadly at some stage in our life will experience. Of course, we're all gonna one day die, but in terms of family and friends, we will lose somebody around us. And I think and you made a great point actually, just in relation to things, like sometimes you can lose something and even that is, there's a process behind that. And I think this is something that I've learned from speaking with a lot of people who spoke openly about grief and loss on this show as well. And you said it right at the beginning, and I think it's so, so important just to reiterate is therapy. There should be no stigma attached to getting therapy. Go get it. Can I add one thing? Um, One thing I tell people about therapy is think about it. All you're doing, even if there's nothing wrong, because a lot of people just wait till there's something wrong. But even if there's nothing wrong, think of it just like, you are going to get a checkup. You go to get a physical once a year. You go to get the ladies physical once a year. You go to get some of those other things, you know, uh, as you get older, those tests once or twice a year. Why not think the same thing to take care of your your mental and your emotional? Why not go in for a once a month, a, a twice a year checkup just to level set, just to just even just sometimes you can just go to say, hey, this is what is great going on in my life. And that's great. Whether you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is something, like you said, I want to break the back of stigma, especially in um different cultures and that where they it's it's labeled as um like it's something wrong. To know that 
there's nothing wrong with getting a mental checkup. It's, that's all it is. There's nothing wrong with having an additional resource to add to whatever it is that you're using to be able to, you know, find a way out. You know, there's all different types of therapy. There's art therapy, there's music therapy, there's cognitive, there's group therapy, there's support groups, like there's all kinds. So find the way and find the one that makes you comfortable. Because I think that's also an issue, Erin, if I can say that, is sometimes people have had that one time that it was bad and they were like, oh yeah, it's not for me. But I tell anybody, just like I tell with my coaching clients, you have to find the right fit. You have to find the right person that you can allow them to pour into you and that you allow and receive it, but you also are vulnerable enough to share what you need to share so you can get healed and whole. So that's key. So guys, if you had one bad apple, listen, keep going because it's it's a reason why you wanted to find someone. And so you should keep going and striving to find that support that you need. That was my little tidbit. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, that's that's really, really useful. So thank you obviously for sharing that. And I and I think um, amongst therapy and just generally throughout life and adversity two really important things I think is also talking is is so key uh, and listening as well so if for example you don't feel like talking just having somebody there or being there for somebody who's maybe going through something and just being a soundboard you don't necessarily need to fix their problems that noise is actually for the fun part of the show. So we've obviously okay. been through a little bit of a roller coaster in terms of a bit of the adversity. I apologize if I popped your ears there. Uh, but no, the I'm just laughing. Okay. I feel like I was at the club. <laughs> I wish I was in the club actually, but I've been isolated for so long. So Tanya, the next part of the show is just for a little bit of fun and it's just for the audience to get to know you and it's random questions. So whenever you're ready, I'm going to get started. Y'all always make me nervous with these. Y'all have so much fun. I don't know, but okay, let's go. What is your favorite hobby? Writing. Your proudest achievement? Publishing my first book. Your favorite motivational speaker? Dr. Miles Monroe. If you had an extra hour a day, how would you spend it? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the best lesson anyone has ever taught you? My mom, just to beat you. Great lesson. If you could get the listeners to do one thing at the end of this show, what would it be? Find their voice on purpose. What is your favorite book? The Principles and Power of Vision by Dr. Miles Monroe. The ability to fly or be invisible? Invisible, because I'm scared of heights. Your favorite color? I guess pink. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Money or fame? Money. Would you rather speak all languages or speak to animals? Languages. Okay, and finally, what song best describes your life? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Fantastic. So, <laughs> so that's the end of that part of this show. So just two more questions, if I may. So... If you're committed to not only enhancing your mental health, but also your physical well-being too, then you need to check out our new sponsors, Health Excel. Providing you the best superfood blends on the market in their non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and of course, organic formulas, they bring you superfoods like no others you have seen on the market. They also don't just stop there, as they provide you free consistent information to educate and empower you on your overall health and well-being journey. So don't just stop at the end of a Find Your Voice episode. Get yourself some XL blends and put the odds in your flavor. Once it goes live, there will also be a unique discount for anyone who comes from the Find Your Voice podcast as you guys are now part of my family and I only want to see you thrive even more. So check out the links in the description below and get notified as soon as they go live. Back to the episode. The next question is about reflection. So I'm a firm, firm believer that hindsight's a wonderful thing. And with hindsight, we can look at ways to get to where we are quicker, easier, or with less heartache. 
But at the same time, the journey also teaches us so, so much as well. So what I want to know is with all of your knowledge and all of your wisdom that you have right now, if you could maybe go back to a younger you and whisper something in her ears, what would you say? Um, it's what I tell people now. Use it all. Use the adversity. Use the trauma. Use the, 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 the hard times. Use the um, times of not plenty and not enough. Use it all because then using it all, like you said, it gives me the wisdom and it gives me the knowledge to go further and it'll help me even more on the journey. So use it all, use everything. I love that. Use it all. I absolutely love that. And that sadly does leave us to the last question. And the last question is about legacy. So if in 150 years time, science fails to save us and all that exists is a book. And this book, it's about you. It's about your life and it's about all of the amazing things and all the lives and everything that you've done in between. Firstly, what I want to know is what would the title of this book be? And secondly, what would the summary at the back tell us about you? Tanya, unapologetic. The back of the book would just tell you that that's what I did. I tried to live my life unapologetically on purpose and teach and show others to do the same. Love that. So just before we give you an opportunity to connect with the audience, is there anything you wish I had asked you today or are there any final messages you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, one, um, definitely. And I'm going to brag on Erin. Um, just thank you for the opportunity to come on and share. Just hearing what you're doing with this podcast and the other one, you're bringing a voice to things that most wouldn't want to talk about and most wouldn't want to um, deal with. But not only are you talking and dealing with them, but you're also helping people to heal. And I love the fact that you said on your uh, website that your goal is happiness and fulfillment. And so just being on the show, it resonates and it shows. So if you had any if you had any doubt or you had woke up today and you didn't know that you were doing your job and fulfilling your assignment, you are, sir. So thank you very much for that. Because, you know, just listening to you and what you are doing already, I know that there's more to come because what you desire to do is going to take you to um, more doors and more opportunities. So I just wanted to say that. And then, of course, always encourage anybody to, you know, support everything that um, Aaron has going on. Rate them, review, because sometimes y'all just like it and just, or y'all just listen to the show, but y'all never get the support. Make sure you guys support him, especially if you've been listening as long as he's been providing this amazing information and motivation and inspiration and encouragement. Like letting, like he says on there, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Do that Absolutely. because <laughs> that helps him to be able to get and reach more people and be able to help them find their happiness, their joy and fulfillment, and more than anything, find their voice. So do all those things rate, review, like, comment, and share, like share the mess out of y'all and, and just support him because he has more that he has to do. But the more you guys support, the more you have the ability, to, he has the ability to go to reach that one person that may be on the edge of their, their adversity and they're not able to go past it. He's, he's trying to reach that person. So the more you help him, the more he reaches more people in those situations. And last but not least, Definitely, I always um, like to say this quote, if it fits, it makes sense. It's by Dr. Miles Monroe, and it says, the goal of life is to die empty, to go to the graveyard and disappoint the cemetery. And so what I would say to that is that, you know, die empty, meaning leave, do all that you're supposed to do, your purpose, your assignment, make sure you have find, found your voice and that you have been speaking unapologetically in your voice in all things that you're supposed to do, because only you can do what you're supposed to do. 
okay? Don't don't go to the graveyard with everything still in you and, and give the cemetery what it wants. Leave it all here. That is the goal. That is your assignment. Find your voice. Live unapologetically on purpose. Absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing not just that amazing quote, but I need you on every podcast right at the beginning, just for that last bit of segment. <laughs> I might actually just change hey. my introduction to that. Thank you. You've honestly made my day. I definitely encourage, as with all of my guests, for audience to reach out to you. So I need your handles as well, because we almost forgot that in the midst of promoting Find Your Voice. So what's the best place people can connect with you? Talking with Tanya. That is where you'll find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking with Tanya. Fantastic. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I get all those into the show notes down below so you can literally click the links. It'll be nice and easy for you. And for everyone else at home, thanks for listening. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.